Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, aka Rollski. To my left, I got DG and Uncle Buck. DG just got back from vacation. How was it, man? Had a good time. Good time. You want to know anything else? You want me to keep going? I want to hear all about it. Um, so you were shit talking me about my uh, my body surfing. Well, and you kind of blackmailed me a little bit and you said hey if i don't receive a video by noon today i'm going i'm blasting you on the podcast tonight and i said give me until four or five course you never got the video because the video never got took and you blasted me and uh i think honestly though i think it was well deserved i'm not i'm not going to say i didn't deserve it but I don't think it's fair for you to judge my body surfing ability on the one clip of me that you saw or my boogie board because the clip you saw, I was boogie boarding. Right. You know, that's like watching, a, you know, to me that's like watching a defensive lineman have one terrible rep where they just get bull rushed over and, you know, give up, give up a strip sack or whatever and, you know, everybody thinks that that guy sucks and they don't see – the 99 other plays that he made that game where he didn't, he didn't, you know, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. But I gave you the opportunity. You did. And you said, I'll do it. I'll do it. I had, and it never came. I had intentions of doing it, but just, you know, never got around to it. So let me ask you this. Was any of that a lie? I wouldn't No, Nothing, no, nothing was a straight up lie. Okay. I think some of it was a little bit exaggerated. Maybe what parts? Oh, I don't remember what you said word for word, Rolski. But I mean, hell, I'm sure some of it was exaggerated. There's no way it was all 100 percent true. How was your form? Did you think you had the right form? No, that's what I was pissed off. No, about. no. And I remember what you're talking about, where my arms were extended. I was holding yeah, it out you in were, front of me. It's like, like you that. were holding on for life, no, man. That's not how I usually boogie board. But then why did you do it that time? I don't know. Maybe I was trying something new that rep that that one time. My sister decided to take a Snapchat. So you called out your sister. So I didn't say any names. You didn't know that you were getting filmed at this point. No, I didn't. So you weren't trying to perform at your highest. No, I wasn't. Level. If I'm being honest, there was a little kid that was. This was. This was. This video is like two, two or three years old. See, I didn't know that at the time. It was That's like, the thing. It's an old video. It wasn't from when we were down there. See, I thought it was when I first yeah. got it. And that's when I texted you. I was like, what is this horse shit? You're like, came that's up, two years old. It came up on my sister's like Snapchat memories. Or okay. And that's right. why she decided to send it, send it back out or put it on her story. Well, I'm glad she did. I think what I was trying to do there was I was actually trying to steer the board into this little kid. I was trying to knock him down because he was, you know, I was just trying to be a dick. You know, had a couple of beers in me, whatever. So I think I was maybe, my arms were extended because I was trying to steer it into him. Okay. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. But anyway, it was a piss poor effort. Agreed. On that one, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Did you boogie board this year? I didn't boogie board. I didn't. Even, I didn't even body surf. This year, I never went into the water past waist deep. First, nice. first year of vacation since I was, you know old enough to go into the ocean where I haven't gotten in any deeper than about, I don't know, four feet. Now, why do you think that is? I don't know. I don't really know. I uh, just didn't really have the desire to get out there, didn't have the desire to find any sand dollars, didn't have the desire to get out there and do any swimming, you know. I, I, I got in deep enough to where people couldn't tell I was pissing, and then i get right back out. Okay. So, you know what? It's kind of funny that you mentioned that. Because when I went to the beach, you know, a few weeks ago, month ago, whatever it was, I didn't really get an ocean a whole lot either. 
I went out there to pee, of course, but you're only going waist deep when you do that. I went to the ocean probably like maybe two or three times in a full week and actually got in and body surfed. I think I just wanted to prove myself like, hey, you can still body surf. Still do it. Prove the point. Swim to Clarksburg on a wave. Get out. Go have a beer. So you pride yourself on your body surfing abilities. I that's, do. That's I do. I made that point last week. Right. That's that's clear. Do you like? You'd mentioned that you you had boogie boarded before. As but, a kid, I boogie boarded all the time. But you prefer body surfing. Absolutely. I think that's the. It's more challenging. When's the last time you went boogie board? Shit. Uh, probably like I don't know five or six years ago. Probably. Okay. Did you ever get into skimboarding? No. You ever try it? Yes. Terrible? Busted my ass hard. Yeah. Hard one time. I rem- I, like you, I think air. you told that story. Yeah, and it, it was bad. You, yeah, you told it that story bad. before. Otis is a good skimboarder. I could see that. He can do it. Well, that fucker can do anything. I could see him being a pretty good skimboarder. Buck, are you a skimboarder? I've tried it once. Fell? Yeah, and then I was a bystander one time, and it came out, came off off the shore and hit me right in the shin, and that yeah, was the most that's painful. It. Oh, the, the toes? In the shins. That's what you got to watch ankles, on them skimboards. Yeah, I was just I was just watching people skimboard and took one. I mean, I wasn't even attempting to yeah. do it. So, DG, overall, how was your trip? You see, did uh, did you drink a lot of beer on the beach? I drank a lot of beer on the beach and other places. I seen uh your sister. Speaking of your sister, she's been drinking nooners. Did you try a nooner on the beach I, while you were down I there? I picked up at one point in the week. I picked up. They come in eight packs, I think. Yeah, I picked up three eight packs, which whoo, that they're expensive. That man. run, that oh man, that I was close to a hundred dollar bill. That was up there. Yeah, it surprised me. I mean, I knew they were a little pricey, but three, I I did three because that's all I could carry at the time, and looked at the bill. Twenty four high noons is seventy five bucks. Goodness gracious! Yeah. but but they were good. I mean, you know, I'm. It, it, this was like midweek. We had been the crew I was running with. We we had been drinking beer. The whole week up until that point, and I was kind of bearded out. I needed to switch it up a that little happens. bit. So, the nooners were a nice, nice change of pace. Now we talked about you know the the beach drinks. Do you think the nooners are better than the white claw? Like Definitely. I said, they were definitely okay. And uh, and yeah, I I posed the same question to the people I was down there with, and everybody seemed to agree. Don't the price tag just sucks? It does. I, I mean, you think about it, man. Twenty four drinks, cans of you know alcohol for. Seventy-five dollars. That is absolutely crazy. That's like three. I mean, that's three bucks a three plus bucks a drink. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could get you could get bar drinks cheaper than that. Yeah. A lot You're of damn places. right. How was the food down there? Did you hit all your favorite spots? Uh, no. We kind of. I mean, we went to a couple of a couple of our favorites, but then we kind of branched out a little bit too. Made sure to uh, get to a, a good seafood spot. What'd you get? Um. Well, we I, we 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 really only went all out seafood one night, and I and you know I wanted to make it count, so I got a seafood pasta. It's like a fettuccine pasta, but with seafood. So you call that making it count? No, no. You, okay, let's so you're not let done. the man finish. Okay, that, not, was, that was that oh, was okay. that's his appetizer. That's an appetizer. <laughs> so that's uh that's that was shrimp, that was scallops, and that okay. was some type of white fish. No, I, I, I like shrimp Alfredo. Absolutely, it was good, but. I wanted to also make sure I got some crab legs while we were down there. So I got I got some crab legs on the side. Because you could buy those a la carte. I can respect that. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Crab legs are probably the most amazing seafood that there is. But, A, it's arm and a leg to buy them. And then, B, 
It's a it's, bitch a, it's a workout. Yeah, oh, hell yeah, it is. You so your you're cons- you're consuming more calories, or you're you're working off more calories trying to get that little fucking piece of meat out than and you were crab, actually consuming. Crab can't be any calories, right? No, I mean, I mean it's it can't pretty, be. It's pretty. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty low. Density. So yeah, you're getting a workout, Buck, like you said for sure. The, does the does having to work for the meat? Make it taste better. You think? I think so. I think so. Do you that, dip yours it, in some butter? Oh, you have to. I was getting ready to say that butter dipper, that dipping sauce. I had, oh my. I had some. I had a couple of couple of legs without the butter, just to get that not even close. That full that full unadulterated crab flavor, and they were good. But then I went butter from then on in. You have to. So overall. You go to the same spot every year, right? Same spot every That's year. That's what I thought. Same condo. I was, okay, is it it's I the mean, same? We we. You've seen I the think, you've I seen think, the TVs evolve. Yeah, through the years. I think we. <laughs> I think we might have even stayed in the same exact room the last. Five is it years. the same microwave? Have you talked to him lately? They updated the uh, the appliances probably ten years ago, and they're this the appliances have been the same for probably the last ten years. Now, does your whole family stay in um, the same? Condo. And so it's a condo with a full kitchen. Okay. Uh, stove, microwave, how washer many, dryer. How many bedrooms? Three bedrooms. Okay, it's a big one then. And the couch, the couch in the it's got a living room, flat screen TV in the living room. The couch in the living room's a, a pull out. Um, there's two actually two pull out couches in the living room. Damn, we so don't, you could sleep a lot more. We don't use if them. you needed to. Yeah. Well, we used to go down there and stay in those same rooms with three families. Oh my. So one family per bedroom, and then all the kids would bring their sleeping bags and just camp out in the in the living room that on the floor. That would be fun. Oh, dude, it was a blast. So overall, on the pizza rating scale, I know you hate it, but give me a rating for your vacation. I give I'll give it a uh, an eight point two. That's a good score. Yeah. So you had a great time. A great time. Good. Good. Glad Relaxing. to hear. Relaxing. Yep. Didn't do much boogie boarding though. No, none at all. Okay, moving on. This happened to me probably um, two weeks ago. We had a party. It was like a Christmas in July party. And I had a problem while I was at the party. I was in the pool. And I never get in the pool. I, I don't know why. I just like hanging out under the shade and drinking beer and listening to music. Is That's it, my vibe. Is it because you don't want to take your shirt off because you're self-conscious about your body? No. Okay. <laughs> Skitty as fuck, dude. I sit in the shade. I don't give a shit about well, my body. you know, some, some men... Nobody I no. know personally, but you know right. some of no. us. Some of us struggle. That's with not. That. It. That's not it. I just. I just don't like getting wet and then sitting in you know wet swim trunks. I, I chafe. I got asshole problems. I just don't like sitting in wet. You know, that's that's my issue, DG. But I did get in. I did a few cannonballs. Did a few pencils off the diving board. But once I got wet, I had to shit. And I feel like. After you get out of a pool, because you have to shit, and you go into the bathroom, you got to dry off real quick, and you still have that wetness in your crack, and you take a shit, it comes out nice and soft, like soft-serve soft ice cream, but when you go to wipe, that toilet paper gets moist. It gets wet because you got that liquid in your ass mixed up with your, you know, what's coming out of your ass. It's, it's not a good situation. So I want to ask you guys, I think having to shit while you're in a pool and soaking wet might be one of the worst shits. I mean, I would say that if you were in the pool and you've got to shit. And I, I had to. It was one of them cramps that you're like, oh my, I have to get out now or something might slip. How was, the, how was the trail or the track up to the bathroom? Wasn't like, bad. I clinched. People, I had to clinch. People knew you had to do number two? No, I, kinda, I just kind of snuck off. But me, myself, I'm like, I got to go now. 
or there might be an accident. But I'm, I, I agree with you. I feel like after you're done with the whole per, the process of it, already being soaking wet, it's a, it's a hassle to try to get your ass cleaned. Exactly. Exactly, man. And I was thinking like, we've all been in the shower and have to shit, right? I mean, that's happened. I mean, we've been on this earth for 33 years. I'm sure we've had to shit while we've been in the shower. The thing is about the shower, you can dry off real quick and then go. I didn't, I, the pool, you still got your swim trunks. Fuck or, all that. Just shit in the shower and then just bend over and let the, the shower head clean it out for you. You've shit in a shower. I'm, I mean, I've shit multiple places and the showers happen to be one of them. I've, DG. You've laid a turd on a bath a bathtub floor? Yeah. I've never done that and Neither I will I. never do that. What I'm saying is, like you're in a pool, you got your swim trunks on and you got, I usually wear like boxer briefs underneath my swim trunks. Do you guys do that? Yes, I do. Okay. So you got both of those around your ankles that are still soaking wet. Now there's a gosh dang puddle on the floor that you got to clean up. And this wasn't even my own bathroom. This wasn't my house. This was someone else's place. So I'm stinking up their bathroom, and I'm also making a mess on their floor. And you don't it's have time shitty. to prep. You can't lay down a towel. No, and you do don't. No, no, no I had to go, man. I literally had to go. And I feel like that was one of the worst feelings that I've, you know, ever went through while taking a shit. It's just like, you're just soaking wet. You're dripping all over the floor, man. It just wasn't an ideal situation. I would much rather hop out of the shower, get a little towel, dry my feet off, you know, make sure I'm not dripping everywhere, then take a shit. Yes, you're still going to have the liquid in your ass crack, but it's not going to be as bad because you don't have them swim trunks on. I've never been in that exact situation, but it sounds, you you make some good points there with the, the wetness, the water all over the floor, it's not your bathroom, so that's a mess for somebody else to clean up. Which I cleaned it up, of course, but, you know, just If that. you can't locate a towel, though, I mean... You could nothing, be in some trouble. Yeah, ain't nothing you can do about it. And then, again, with, you know, when it, when it comes issue. time to... The, right, the toilet paper issue. So, I, I, I think you're totally within your rights to say that's one of the worst shits in that, that scenario. Now, the hotel pool where we stayed okay. in Hilton Head... Yeah. Uh, there, there's a, like a cabana shitter, like right next to the pool. It's pretty, you know, it's pretty rough. Like it's not air conditioned. There's a vent in there, but like, you know, there's, there's like lattices. I mean, it's not even enclosed all the way. Like if a big rainstorm blew up and it you're started raining wet. sideways, like you're going to get rained on in there, but it's right next to the pool. There's a drain right in the floor. Cause they know people are going to, you know, stop in there and be soaking wet. The only bad part about it is. Single ply. And we talked about that last week, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, the single ply and the wet, the wetness of the ass crack, those don't play. No. They don't play at all. What? Uh, what? What's worse, getting right out of the pool, shitting, and then wiping with, let's say, double ply, or just a normal dry shit with single ply? That single ply toilet paper ain't worth a fuck. It's just not. We all know it. So you think the single ply is worse? Taking the dry shit with single ply is worse. Yep. I oh, think yeah. I think a wet a wet wipe is way worse. You can always make you can fold single ply in to make yeah. But here's my however thing. many you want. You can wipe your ass one or two times with the double ply to dry it up, and then you go back and you're good to yeah, go. Yeah, and then you go to bed that night and your ass crack looks like a broken up pinata. <laughs> Possibly yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, you got flakes coming out your question. crack for the that's next. That's a great question. DG. It's not good either way. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. I so just, let me ask you this: When you went to your hotel room, your your condo in Hilton Head, did you have single ply in there, or did they have good shit? No, it was single. That was our point it last week. Like you pay that much money to stay in this condo every single year. The least you could ask for is give me some two ply. What uh, what what did Troy say that last episode? He said, "Are you a uh, 
he asked a question to you guys like you, are you, are you a person that folds it over right, are or you, are you a uh a cruncher, cruncher a crinkler or something. yeah or crinkler. something yeah and i'm a crinkler i know that's why i said that i was like i know dg crinkles yeah, it me yeah. and him we're we're, we're big time cranklers yeah hardcore listeners know that yeah <laughs> but uh but for me yeah like single ply okay n- no biggie like if you if if you want to turn single ply into double ply you can do it easy enough right so to, to me that and, and i think it's i think my problem is that but also i think it's just it's rough around the edges man like it's it, it'll it'll scratch you up if it's you're pretty, not careful it's pretty coarse it's kind yeah. of abrasive it's, it's kind of like, like burlap sack it's kind of like real fine grit sandpaper yeah I, i'm not i'm not about that I, I get your point there. It's not very soft, but as far as the layering, if you're just trying to avoid, you know, touching your own asshole, touching your own turd, then, I mean, you, that can be avoided. You know, you can take steps to avoid that. Right. So moving on from the toilet paper, I just had to get that out. I had that experience. I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on the, you know, the shitting outside the pool. Next up, I was watch, I was looking at Twitter this week on my break at work, and I came across this, DG. Have you ever heard of arm boxing i haven't heard of it but i think i know what you're talking did about. did you see the video this week i think that i that went viral okay so buck i don't you don't have twitter so you probably didn't see it so what this is you think of arm wrestling they're hooked up regularly but then you have a free hand right and you're not arm wrestling you're fucking boxing with just fists no gloves on it's like a ufc fight but you're you're locked in like your arm wrestling. So you can't shield. You just got to dodge. Exactly. And there's, there's nowhere to run. They're swinging. You're locked in, and you're just throwing fists. Like, if I'm locked in on my right hand, you got your left hand free. It's a left-hand boxing match, and you can't go anywhere. If you let go, you lose. Like, you hold that. It's like they duct tape your your hands together so there's yeah. no some escape. barbaric shit. Yes. Let's yes. Just put some glass blades of glass at the on the knuckles and shit and have at it. Dude, I was, I was so, like mesmerized by that video i'm like oh my god i've never seen this before and this, this is, a, is this is brutal this is usa i think it was i believe so i think yeah. it was I mean, this sounds like something straight out of russia and it was it bare knuckle it was bare knuckle it was Did like you say a, that already yeah it was okay, bare knuckle it. and these guys were locked up like they were arm wrestling everybody's got a free hand and then they're just swinging away now do you have to be like screwed up in the head or are you just that macho that this is your main event like this is your life maybe one maybe a little of both I'm thinking, man, like there's these guys are just legit badasses and they just don't give a shit. Maybe they might be, you know, messed up in the head a little bit. They just don't care. But I seen these guys connect on a few punches and it, it was it was wild, Buck. No, how, how, how do they determine a, like dude just knocks out or he just it's surrenders? Like, it's like three, it's just like a UFC fight. There's like three three minute rounds and they just do a scorecard and if you knock them out, you win. It's it's like how many punches did you land? Were you accurate? It's just like a freaking UFC fight, but you're duct taped. Your hands are like taped together, like you're arm wrestling. It's and you're almost inches. you're. It's like you're yes, in a telephone it's booth. Like, it's just, like it's from me to you away. Yeah, throwing haymakers at each other. <laughs> Nowhere you, to run. And you can't run. <laughs> Fucking idiots. No, you can't even. You can't cover up. <laughs> no, you can't. You don't have another I hand. I mean, you could, I guess, like with one hand. If, right. If you see the other guy, you know, if you see his punch coming, you can kind of cover up a little, but. To me, it's like they took. Have you guys seen the video clips of like those slap those? Uh, oh yeah, I was the, gonna bring that up. Slap like, boxing. They, they chalk their hand up yep. and just slap each other as hard as they can, and whoever lasts the longest wins. Yep. Uh, for some reason, I feel like most of those are Russian videos yep. that I've seen. Right. But it's like they took that idea and combined it with like bare knuckle boxing, and it's wild, dude. Wild. I mean, the way you describe it, it's, it takes me back to like what you would see at the Colosseum back in like seventy nine A D with the with the Romans. 
Like, this is some crazy shit. They, it's entertainment value. They want to see somebody get lit up. So how long do you think it takes until somebody sponsors it and you instead of rough and rowdy 29 we got it could be i mean it could be making its way up man because you know on like the ocho they have like arm wrestling tournaments and shit that you can watch the tough man competitions the cornhole you know that espn channel the ocho they have that they play the weird shit that's it's real not, it's not a yeah it is it, i thought they, that was they, made up no no they no they took no. it from the movie dodgeball yeah and they don't it's not uh it's not an all-year thing it's like one weekend of the year espn like makes this fake channel they call it the ocho and they show all kinds of weird shit it's real like they show like like you know like kickball and not kickball but like that that where the dudes play volleyball it's like five on five volleyball but you can only use your feet like that, just, that shit's on there. It's like, it's like the weirdest games in the it's world. It's like all the most obscure sports you can think of. Yeah. Probably a little bit of spike ball. Yeah, of course. Yeah, there's there's all kind of shit on there. So what I'm saying is this is, might make its way up to the Ocho maybe this upcoming year if this thing gets big, if it gets hot. You never know. I mean, maybe maybe they sign a deal with like Spike TV or something. I'm telling you, Levi, these guys were beating the shit out of each other and they were duct taped together. It was It was crazy. I'll have to show you the video afterwards. We've talked a lot about Uncle Buck's hair lately. The lettuce. Yeah. NFL is getting ready to start. The uh, preseason games are going on right now. Training camp was a few weeks ago. We haven't talked about it yet. I think we're going to do our listeners a disservice if we don't because Aaron Rodgers has some good locks, just like Uncle Buck does. Did you guys see the video of him walking into training camp the first day? I did, yeah. Looking like Cameron Poe from Con Air, Nicolas Cage, with yep. the wife beater and the Wranglers in the boots. And the, and the slow-mo video. Yeah. What a fucking video, right? He's a G. What a freaking video. The four, Is he a four-time MVP? One-time Super Bowl winner? Anyway, it don't matter. That guy's a G. And he pulled it off. He Oh, he looked just like him, man. Yeah. So I wanted, I wanted to ask Uncle Bunk, you got the hair. He's got the hair. How do you think he looked on the pizza rating scale that day? Oh, that's a 9.9 without a doubt. Really? Yes. Ooh. A 9.9? That's, a, and that's unheard what, of. What? took it over the top was his bag that he was carrying with his leather fucking boots and his wranglers man i mean it was on point to the t top notch i wonder did, you, did was there a vehicle in that video he walked around a vehicle i don't think it showed what okay. vehicle because i feel out. like he would pull up in just like an old f-150 or something like a 1992 f-150 and get out looking like that you can't drive a corvette or you know ferrari and get out looking like that you got to have an old school truck or like an old jeep wrangler or something to get out like an old bronco yeah like an old bronco yes you gotta yeah you gotta have a vehicle like that but man when i seen that video it gave me chills i'm like dude this guy's a bad motherfucker he's a mug (laughs) this guy is a mug a mug if you were an nfl quarterback that that kind of profile aaron Rodgers level and you wanted to turn some heads at the first day of training camp and you wanted to you know maybe make people harken back to a you know some kind of 90s movie or any movie, really. Like, who could you dress up as and, like, look look pretty similar? Like myself right now? Yeah. Fucking Home Alone? More? More. He had to grow his hair back out. <laughs> Dude, there's, there's a picture floating around of me with when I was balding and I tried to regrow it. You guys have all seen it. And I look just like fucking Marv from Home Alone. <laughs> so, yeah, I could do it. Especially if we had, like, um, I could get, like, our punter or a kicker. If he was bald, he could be uh, Harry. Yep. And we could walk in like the wet bandits. That's a good one, Buck. That for would, me. that would, you, okay. So you need to like grow out your scruff a little mm-hmm. bit. You need some like fingerless gloves. Have you ever seen the movie Bushwhacked? 
I've, I, uh, with the same character so. that played Daniel Mark. Stern. Yes. Yeah. Clay's never seen it. I've never seen it. No. I've only seen bits and pieces. If you get a moment, Clay Bird, search it, watch Bushwhacked. You will not be disappointed. It's a great Do movie. I look like someone in that movie? He's the same guy. Oh, okay. He's Marv. Yeah. Okay. What's that guy's name? Daniel Stern. Okay. So I, I, I would go as Daniel Stern. He was also, he's played some dandy characters. He was also Brickma from Rookie of the Year. Yes. And he was also in what? Was that the Celtics Pride movie? Celtic Pride, yeah, yeah, that's he was a pretty in that. good one too. And he was, uh, he was in City Slickers. He was in the City Slickers movies. Yeah, Are those all nineties, pretty much. Okay, that's kind of when he had his heyday. Okay, what about you, DG? What would you do if you were the NFL quarterback? I don't know. Um, maybe some kind of sports movie. Yeah, just because that's uh, yeah. I don't. I don't really have a good answer. You went. You went to Halloween as Benny the Jet Rodriguez one year. No, but I, I don't. I was squints. Oh, you were squints. Yeah. But I, well, I've always thought of you as Benny the Jet for some reason. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. It's cause, probably because you used to wear the PF Flyers to school. Maybe. Think yeah, I mean, I got the right shoes. Yeah. For Benny the Jet, I think you could do it. I just, I would need a Dodge. I mean, it wouldn't be hard. I need no. a Dodgers hat. I would need like one of those baseball shirts, you know, where it's like a white tee with the three quarter sleeve. I think it was the green that he wore, like the green sleeves and some jeans, some blue jeans rolled up with yeah. the, with the PF Flyers. That's and, easy. And you got it. Yeah, You're there for sure. Let's get into our food segment. We always talk about food on this podcast. Joey Chestnut's back in the news this week. Forty-four raising canes chicken tenders in five minutes for a new world record. Forty-four. Forty-four canes chicken tenders in five minutes for a new world record. With or without the sauce? I think it was without it. Just plain chicken tenders. Forty-four of them in five minutes, boys. That is freaking unreal. Could you watch that though? I don't know if I could watch him eat 44 see, chicken tenders. Yeah, you know, I don't ever watch the hot dog eating contest. What is that, 4th of July weekend they usually do that? I never watch it, and I don't think I would enjoy it, so no, I don't want to watch it. I but. think it would make me sick. Yeah. I, I've actually watched the whole thing start to finish before, and uh, it's not it, – you, you don't want to run out and grab a, you know, grab a ballpark Frank right after watching that. No. You don't really feel like eating for a little while. At least I didn't. Now, DG, let me ask you this. I know he ate chicken tenders, but I want to get on the hot dogs here real quick. What's your what's your ideal hot dog? If you could have any toppings on a hot dog, what are you going after? We're talking a hot dog, right? Just a not, hot not dog. Not a brat, but a hot, a hot dog. dog. Okay. Um, I'm probably just going to do ketchup and mustard. That's it. Really? That's it. Okay. What about you, Buck? I'm going to go with uh, a little bit of sweet relish. I was going to say mustard. I, no sauerkraut. Nah, that's a brat. Oh, that's a brat. Yep. Okay. You know what, DG? I'm with you. Ketchup, mustard, nothing else. Are you a yellow mustard? Actually, I lied. I want Coney Dog. Okay. I, want I, a, I thought about that. I want a Coney Dog with a little bit of onion and one swipe of mustard on top. That, fantastic. I thought I considered Coney Dog, but that Coney sauce, it does it does a little something to me that I'm not I'm not real proud of. Okay. Have you guys ever had the Chicago Dogs? And what exactly does that Talk entail? Talk to me. I'm not real sure what it, it's like the poppy seed bun with the... What are, what's the peppers? Jalapeno? No, the other ones. Pepperchinos. Pepperchinos. Never heard of it. The small? The small. Cut type. up, diced up shit? Yep. Okay. Does that onion come on that yep. too? DG, hop on the internet real quick and look up like what exactly in Chicago. Chicago dog is. I've heard of them. I listened to a podcast out of Chicago and they've like, talked about them. Like but, the looks of it, you'd be like, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, after exactly. After you taste it, it's yeah. like, wow. this. While DG is looking it up, here's another one for you. Buck, I know you like hot shit. How about this? A competitive eater, Gregory Foster, ate 17 ghost peppers 
in just 60 seconds for a new world record this past week. There's no way. 17 ghost peppers. Now, we have our videos on our YouTube page of us eating all this hot shit. A tablespoon. Yeah, if that. Yeah. And this guy's eating 17 ghost peppers. And mm. all, all the ingredients in these hot sauces that we've tried have ghost pepper in them. This guy's eating 17 of them, single ghost peppers. Can you imagine that next shit? He better in not 60 be using seconds. single fly. 60 seconds, boys. That's a minute unbelievable. A minute is nothing. Do you that think he's giving it time to heat? Or is he just eating it so fast that he just feels the heat all at once I, after he's done? Exactly. I think he don't feel the heat off the first one because if you keep reloading, your mind is going, hey, chew this up and swallow this it. This is all one pepper. Exactly. You're just like, just keep going, keep going. Your mind's working. Your brain is telling your body to, hey, chew up and swallow. But once he's done, See, here's my he's qu- got to be going to the hospital Here's the question, or though. Right? Like, if you eat one ghost pepper, I feel like the heat is going to be the same as if you eat 17 ghost peppers. It's not like they multiply. They're all the same heat level. So I you can't exceed the heat level that they produce. I disagree to a point. I think they probably do. It multiplies to a to a point. Like, you're going to be more lit up if you eat three ghost peppers than if you ate one. However, there's not going to be much difference between eating three ghost peppers and eating 17. Okay. I, think, I think that the difference there is there really isn't one. But I think, you know, you eat. Eat one to one to three. I think it's going to get a little hotter each one. Um, anyway, the Chicago dog. I pulled this up here. This is quite the dog. Like uh, like Buck said, it comes on a steamed poppy seed bun. Uh, of course, the hot dog. It's got a kosher pickle spear on it on the side. It's a dash of celery salt with yellow mustard. These the the diagram I'm looking at has something called sport peppers. Sport peppers. Sport peppers. Exactly it just what those looks are. like some kind of green, like mini mini pepper. Maybe okay. that's the pepper I yeah, was thinking. I, okay. That's it. Uh, relish. This is the in the die again in the diagram I'm looking at. It's neon relish. Neon relish. Never heard of that. Me either. With slices of fresh tomato opposite the side that the pickle spears on. So they're trying to do a hamburger and hot dog in one. I mean, it kind of looks that way. It's a hell of a dog. I mean. You got a little bit of everything there. I think I'd give her a go. A little if, bit. If you're in Chicago, two things you got to try. You got to try the dog, and you got to get the deep dish pizza, correct? When in Rome, you got to. I agree. How about this? Get about the curveball, Ricky. Give him a heater. Banana peppers are the most universal topping out there. You can put banana peppers on anything. We're talking sandwiches, subs, pizza. I, I like them in quesadillas, like a chicken cake, che- chicken and cheese quesadilla with some jalapenos added as well, salsa. Dude, I can eat banana peppers on absolutely anything, and I think they're the most universal topping or add-on that you can get. You forgot salad. Banana pepper's good on a salad. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you can put the shit on anything. Now, do you, are you guys, are you guys, yeah, I love them on a burger. Do you guys, are you guys big fans of banana peppers? My wife and I, if we're ordering pizza for the two of us, we don't go without banana pepper anymore. It's always our go-to pizza, pepperoni and banana pepper. See, that's me and my wife, too. We may add mushroom we along may, with it. We may as well. Okay. But some most of the time, it's pepperoni, banana pepper. And I, me and Buck, we ate pizza the other day, and his family was over, and we went over and had pizza together. And that pepperoni, banana pepper was gone and you know, 
60 seconds. Because, I mean, we had, you know, 10 heads eating pizza, and we all, I screwed up because I ordered the pizza. I only ordered one banana pepper pepperoni. Should have ordered five because it was gone instantly. And then, of course, there was a lot of pepperoni left, but that was the number one pizza I ate there. And I feel like banana peppers, you know, I really like them on a sub. Even though if, say, I get a turkey sub from Subway, I'm putting banana peppers on that. I'm going to put it on any kind of lunch meat. Um, hamburgers, DG, how do you feel about this? Like if you have a regular hamburger and you go with mustard and ketchup on top of your hamburger, I don't think banana pepper plays with that kind of burger. I feel like banana pepper plays with like a, a barbecue bacon burger or something to that extent. I don't think it goes well with ketchup and mustard though. Yeah, I'll agree that that's a little, that ketchup mustard, that kind of an overpowering flavor there. The banana pepper doesn't do a whole lot for you in that scenario, no. I think maybe if you're a, a mayo on your hamburger yes. guy, like a mayo banana pepper. Yes, you could definitely do a mayo on Something that. like that. Yes. I think those two, you know, kind of flavors complement themselves well. I'm just trying to think of, like, what could be some other challenging, like, some toppings that might be able to challenge the banana pepper as far I, as versatility. I feel like pickles. Pickles is a good one. P- pickles, I agree. Lettuce as well, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if I've put lettuce in that same category but no. it is a topping lettuce is a little bitch topping compared it's, to yes yeah. it's cheese not a topping i mean it is but i mean cheese is i mean cheese i is, feel like cheese is in a class of its own yeah i think so too i don't even know what like bacon bits um my, my green thought, pepper i thought was onion can you make a case for on, onion onion yes onion and banana pepper go hand in hand i'm not a big onion guy on my pizza though you know, I'm, I'm not but i know people who are oh they there's a lot of people who get it onion of course goes on burgers i'm weird now like 10 years ago you wouldn't catch me 20 feet close to an onion now i cut it up and i eat it raw same way there's a lot of people way. who eat raw my dad does like it's just it's just weird how you're your your flavors and your taste buds change as time goes on. I think the one that could go hand in hand with a other than onion, I forgot about tomato. Tomato. I'm not I a big tomato that. guy. I am not either. But there's a lot of people out there. I mean, I know guys who will slice a tomato and just eat it. Take a big old bite straight out of the garden of a oh, man, tomato. I, people That's love garden tomatoes. Fucking farm boy action. I mean, BG, he's been on the pod. He cuts that shit up, adds a little salt and pepper, and he'll eat the whole thing raw. Yeah. With yeah. a Swiss That's, Army knife. Just, just cut that yes, bitch up. Yes, he will. Yes, it's disgusting, Hell, but he does it. I've it seen him the, do it. Pick it out of the garden, eat it like an apple. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there who do it, but I think, you know, I don't know if that's exactly a heater because I think tomato and onion are like head-to-head with banana peppers, but I feel like in my lifestyle, the way I eat banana peppers is I mean, my if, most universal. If you sit universal. down at a restaurant and you look at the menu, other than the desserts, you could put a banana pepper on anything that the place serves, and you're going to enjoy it. You're not going to dislike it. There's so like, I feel like yeah. Clay hit it on the head. In my opinion, banana peppers is top notch. Chicken sandwich, man. A buffalo chicken sandwich with lettuce, pickle, banana pepper, and cheese. I think that's a go-to for me at a restaurant. And I'm going to say this right now. I went to our local B-dubs yesterday, and we had a meal for lunch. And it was the best chicken sandwich that I've had in years. In years. And I've been to this B-Dub several times, and it was piss poor. And you're not a B-Dub's. No, uh, I would rather go Roosters all day. Yeah, you're not a proponent of B-Dub's. You no. talk, you, you've talked a lot of shit about B-Dub's yes. on here in the past. Yes, and we went there because other people wanted to go. I'm like, yeah, I'll give her a try. I ordered that chicken sandwich, man. It blew my dick off. It was that good. Blew your balls off. I was like, oh, my God, this is fucking fantastic. Blew your balls off. It was where, awesome. Where did you find your balls at? On the floor afterwards. They were over there yeah. by the vending machine. Yeah. 
by over, the, there, uh, over there the, by the that deer hunter game. Yeah, deer hunter game. In between the the deer hunter and the claw. Now machine. was it grilled? Did you say grilled or crispy? I had crispy, and I had the medium sauce on it with cheese, pickled. They didn't have banana pepper. Cheese, pickles, and uh, lettuce, and it was phenomenal. How how was that bun? It was it wasn't toasted, but it was warm. They warmed it up, and it, I mean, it, I'm telling you, overall, that was the best chicken sandwich that I've had. In so years. that cook was having a good fucking day. He had a day. He had a day. I can tell you that. And I wasn't the only one. Like we we went out to eat with like eight people, and they all said like our meals were fantastic. Good and for that, you. That's surprising, you know. If you can feed eight people, and everyone there says my meal was great, and it's probably been shit fifteen years since. I mean, you could probably honestly say that when they first opened. Oh, dude, that B-dubs. B-dubs was the spot when it first opened. It was, but, man, it's went downhill lately. But, man, yesterday, there was just something about it. I don't know if the beers were going down smooth or if I was just that hungry, but, man, I took that first bite. And you know you have a good sandwich, a good chicken sandwich, because this thing was thick. And I took that first bite and steam rolled out of the inside of the chicken. That's a damn sandwich there, boy. That's a good feeling. And, I mean, also... just chicken in general. Like if you go get fried chicken and you cut in, you like rip that first piece, take that first bite of that fried fried chicken breast and that steam rolls out, you're like, yep, this is it. I love it. I pulled into Sheets the other day, DG, on my way to work. And I shit you not. Did you see, did you, you're, I know you followed me on Twitter. Did you see my tweet last week about a bumper stickers? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm tired of bumper stickers, man. And you know, if you're driving down the highway and you're behind someone, and they've just got this big ass bumper sticker, whatever it is, you know, Al Gore for president in what two thousand and four or Gore oh four, whatever I, it I is. I love this conversation. It's just it's just the stupidest fucking thing you can do to a vehicle. You pay big money for a vehicle, and then you want to put a big ass permanent sticker because if you pull these stickers off, they're leaving marks. They're taking paint and everything, depending on how long they're there. So I pull in the sheets the other morning and they set me the fuck off. This was a nice vehicle, a very, very nice vehicle. It was like a Chevy Tahoe, a newer one. And on the left side, you know, the license plate, this wasn't even on their bumper. The left side beside the license plate, it said, hey, bitch. And on the right side of the license plate, it said, get off my ass. That's what it said. On like a new Tahoe. And new Tahoes are like $80,000. And there was, hey, bitch, get off my ass. That's what their sticker said on on their car. Now, you got to put that on your window so you can get that off. You can clean a window way more than you can because you're not worried about paint. You're not worried about any of that. And I just thought to myself, like, how fucking stupid can you be to put that sticker on an $85,000 car? Maybe they're just that rich. They're just that wealthy that they don't give a shit. Maybe, but hey, bitch, get off my ass. You know, you would think you would see that on like a, you know, a 1997 Cavalier Something that we used to drive the high school. Exactly. But this was on a nice-ass vehicle, so I got to thinking, why the fuck do people put bumper stickers actually on their car? If you're going to put it on, you got to... And I think it looks tacky as fuck, even though if it's on your window. Like, you see these cars rolling down and have, like, 20 stickers on their back window. I'm like, yeah, that looks like shit. But, man, what do you think, DJ? Yeah, I think just in general, the type and the number of bumper stickers that you have, or just window decals even, on your vehicle says a lot about you as a person. <laughs> and I, I I'm hoping I'm hoping I don't offend anybody here, but I'm gonna say it. Don't be the guy who has the little family on the back window. 
Yeah. In, in any capacity, right? You know, you know what I mean? The, like stick figures. Everybody out there knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, there's all there's different kinds now. Like some of them have the stick figures, and then some of them, and you know, they have like <laughs> two big AR-15s, and then like three little AR-15s. It's like, okay, well, these people, you know, these are NRA people. Yeah, they they love and guns. Then other people, like <laughs> it's two. You know, like when you buy a Mac. You get the sticker, yeah, like two big Macintosh apples, and then like four little Macintosh apples. Like, okay, those are tech people; those are computer people. You know, just like it says a lot about the stickers that you have. It says a lot about you and your family. Or how about this one? This is one of my favorites. You know, back in elementary school, we got a good topic. <laughs> back in el- <laughs> back in elementary school, if you made the honor roll, you, you got sent home with one. Hey, my my student made a Dina yeah. primary honor roll, right? Yeah. Have you ever seen one of the stickers that says "My student could kick your honor student's ass"? <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> that's that's one of my favorites yeah. dude i seen one the other day it was like one of the little family stickers but it was only a guy and a girl and the guy had a knife in his hand and was stabbing the girl it was like well that guy's definitely divorced <laughs> that was fucking funny i'm like actually you know what that is kind of funny i would never put it on my vehicle but you're recently divorced and that's fucking funny what about um you know, if you do a half marathon, they give you one of those 13.1 stickers. Or if you do a full marathon, the 26.2 stickers. Have you ever seen the ones that are 0.0? Some people put the 0.0 stickers on there. Like, hey, bitches, I haven't ran a, a lap since 1984. <laughs> no, but I feel like we're all on the same page about these bumper stickers. I mean, my, my thing is when you get people that travel and they get a sticker for every state, so then... You're behind them, and they have like a thousand fucking stickers yeah. on their hatch. I was going to bring this up, Buck. Like, I see a lot. Like, that's that's a the, hazard. You can't even see out your fucking back windshield of the South Carolina palm tree, and it says "fucking beat." What is salt life? Salt life. Fucking the salt life stickers. Are, they're everywhere, <laughs> dude. They're everywhere. <laughs> like, yeah, we know you love the fucking beach. Thanks. You know, like, just the only sticker that I can agree with is if, like, say, a high school student, you're a parent. Adina, and it says Adina basketball, and then you're like your kid's number or something. Fine, but don't be the guy that puts 25 different stickers on your back window because that just looks like shit. Yeah, and a lot of times you'll see the ones that are like the, they're mostly rear window stickers that I see that are like in memoriam. Yeah, and it's like you know it'll have like a you know like a Chevy symbol, and then it'll have like 19 you know 87 to. 2014 and, and it's like trying memorializing a friend of theirs or something yeah. like that you know i'm cool with those yeah for, for i am the most yeah, part yeah. as long as you don't have like six of them now as a kid i tell you what i liked i liked the decals i liked the stickers and one of my favorites and we haven't brought this up yet i'm surprised we haven't because these things were fucking popular in the 90s like they had that guy and had his wiener out pissing on like a ford symbol dude i was gonna i was gonna <laughs> i was gonna mention that there's a there's a cat that lives down the street from me an older guy he drives this beat up shitty at s10 i mean this thing was probably it's probably like a 94 maybe maybe older than that but it's got that little cartoon kid you're talking about oh, he's yeah. kind of turned away from you and he's pissing on a number three and it's a dale it's, it's a it's dale, dale earnhardt. earnhardt yeah it's a dale earnhardt yep. three and he's pissing on and he's flipping you off yeah what a sticker! Oh man, like <laughs> those those th- those are classic. Those are if we were if we wanted to do like a top five bumper sticker that we've ever seen or the most we've ever seen, the coolest one is the guy pissing on the symbols. Yeah, no, I agree totally. 
I kind of mentioned it, but like the Al Gore, you know, or like a presidential run, like Trump 2020, whatever. After, you know, after that election's over, that sticker's just stuck on your fucking car. Yeah. Hey, think about, you know, maybe peeling that thing off. Yeah, like, let's that, just... That ship is sailed. Let's get rid of that. Whether they got elected or not, it's that over. ship is sailed. Right. Hey, make room, for, make room for the next election bumper sticker. What about, uh, do you have anything to say about <clears throat> license plate holders, like the plastic ones that go right around your license plate? Yeah, I kind of do. I don't like the ones that have, like, the, the sayings or, like a, like, a little statement on it. I just run. I just roll with a either a chrome one because I have chrome wheels on my uh, truck, so okay. I just tried to match it up. Yeah. Or I just go with a black one. Just, just plain, plain as day. I don't like the ones that are all freaking fancy. What? And I don't mind one like um, like your favorite sports team. I don't mind that. You know what I mean? But I just don't like when they get all fancy. What about you? Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I uh, I bought my my vehicle from a used car lot, and they they put their, you know, they got a. Sp- the one that they put on around your license plate holder, you know, Riker Automotive yeah. or whatever. And, like, I've never really felt the need to change that. Now, it's just whatever. I believe I've bought several vehicles the same thing, and I've kept them on there. Well, I mean, I don't give a damn about advertising for them. No. You gave me a deal on a vehicle. I bought it off you. I'll keep that some bitch yeah, on I there. Yeah, I've just never felt the need to change it. But when, you're, when your license plate holder is, like, bejeweled, you know, it's got don't, all, don't, all the fake jewels around it. Don't do it. the diamonds. Don't do the jewels. Or the or the live, laugh, love. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. I see a lot of the tribal, like the tribal tattoos. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Buck? How, what do you it's run just, on your truck? Just, just the, deal, the dealership. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Now, now, you got the Oakley sticker back there. I do. That's pretty sweet, though. I, I, I like that. I look. think the Oakley sticker looks good because especially if Buck you, wears Oakley. If you Fine. yeah, if you if you've never worn a pair of Oakleys, exactly. then that, it's a totally different conversation. Right. Now, what do you think about this? Because I've thought about it, haven't done it because of this reason. I think they look like shit, but I've actually thought about putting the Sip and Serve podcast. You know, follow us on Apple, like just trying to you know get the word out when i'm driving think about how many people see my truck when i'm driving down a highway or on bridge street or in columbus you know just putting it on there what do you think about that i think half the people that see it will look at it and be like hmm wonder what that is and the other half will be like look at this jackass exactly talking about him the way we're talking about i don't i don't want to be part of that conversation like this guy's a jackass so i haven't done it i don't want to it's not like you're overdoing it no it would just be like a white decal says the sip and serve podcast follow us on you know or listen on Apple or Spotify. That would be it. I don't see any shame in it. I think as an inside joke, we should have a bunch made and sell them as merch. Good. Just for shits and gigs. Stick them on your fucking trucks. Why not? Why the hell not? DG, you sent me something on Twitter this week. I'm going to need you to pull that up because you send me shit on Twitter all the time, like maybe podcast topics. This last one, man, really caught my attention. I think it might have been the best thing you've ever sent me, so I want you to go ahead and pull that up and explain what it was. <clears throat> so... Yeah, I, I usually send anything I run across on on Twitter that I think might have some podcast potential as like a topic or whatever. I send it to the uh, the Sip and Serve podcast account just because I know you'll get eyes on it, and because that's easier than you know screenshotting it and then sending it to the group chat or whatever. So anyway, I don't even follow this Twitter account, but like you know, Twitter has the algorithm where it knows what type of shit you look at. So this one, and came I have a feeling f- this one blew up. This yeah went this, viral. This one's pretty popular. It's, this one has close to 30,000 likes. Oh, that's a good one. Um, it comes from a a, a podcast account, or a, sorry, a Twitter account called Baseball History Nut. Okay. And the tweet 
says the Yankees asked Mickey Mantle to write down an event that stands out to him from his playing days at Yankee Stadium. He did not disappoint. Worth the read. And then it has pictures of the official document. Okay, and so this is kind of a little background, a little context here. This this was a letter, a questionnaire that the New York Yankees sent out in 1973 because at the time that was the 50th anniversary of Yankee Stadium. And so they sent this letter, this questionnaire out to all the former famous Yankee players asking them about, you know, one of their most memorable events that ever happened at Yankee Stadium and they were going to kind of compile them all and use them for this, you know, 50th anniversary celebration. And so you know, it has a picture of the the uh, the the beginning of this letter. It says, "Dear Mickey, as you probably know, 1973 marks the 50th anniversary of Yankee Stadium." Blah blah blah. And then and then there's a questionnaire. And uh, and then it has what Mickey Mantle wrote as his responses for like his. So was this just like all everybody involved with the Yankees at that point, or was this I fans? Think it probably it pro- no. This was the Yankees organization. They were okay. That they was, wanted to get all their best players. This came on official Yan- New York Yankees letterhead. And at this point, how old's Mickey? So he probably quit playing. He wasn't. He wasn't that far past his playing days. I mean, he probably played meaningful baseball up I would say late 60s he's probably when he when he finally hung it up Buck you're gonna fucking love this dude this is right up your alley and so you know you you know you know the context and so he had read all that stuff ahead of time and anyway here's his here's his response and this is in Mickey Mantle's handwriting it says um I got a blowjob under the right field bleachers by the Yankee bullpen that's how he starts it that's that's his most memorable (laughs) yeah Jesus it, uh, and then the next part, and this was written on the document, it says this event occurred on or, or about, and then there was a colon, and then I had a space for him to write his response. It said, it was about the third or fourth inning. I had a pulled groin and couldn't fuck at the time. She was a very nice girl and asked me what to do with the cum after I came in her mouth. I said, I don't, I don't, don't ask me. I'm no cocksucker. <laughs> and then it has a signature at the bottom. <laughs> There's no, there's no way. In dude, hell. look at that. That's his handwriting. The official letter, dude. You think the baseball nut would make this up on Twitter? That's, dude. That's an official letter and everything. And if you're out there and you got Twitter, just look it up. The I mean, baseball. Some of nut. the stories I've heard about Mickey Mantle, I believe it. I believe that's what he. I mean, this guy's wrote. just an absolute wildcat. I think the dude just went to my number one all-time favorite. Yeah, we need to get his player. rookie card. Have you ever seen sixty-one? Yes. You remember his character in 61? Yes. I mean, that was like based on actual Mickey Mantle. He's in the on-deck circle talking to Roger Maris, and Roger Maris is asking about, have you seen the movie? Uh-uh. Roger Maris is asking about the pitcher. There's a left-handed pitcher warming up on the pitcher's mound, and he's, you know, he said, Mick, I just can't figure this guy out. I don't know when he's going to throw me that curveball. And Mickey just leans over, and he says, I don't know, but... This blonde back behind us has the biggest fucking tits I've ever seen. <laughs> so Mickey was a That's horn Mickey dog. Mantle, he man. was a that horn was, dog. That was Mickey Mantle. Yeah. Uh. So I believe this shit. What what was it in the third or fourth inning? I got a blowjob out by the Yankees bullpen. He had a pool groin. It's just funny how he said. He couldn't play. Okay. He was out. He was hanging out by the bullpen because he couldn't play. Got a blowjob. What do I do with it? I don't know. I'm not a cocksucker. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> Mickey Mantle. Let's get into the cancel corner this week. Thank you for that, DG. Here's my cancel corner, guys. And this happened at B-dubs. And it happens everywhere nowadays. Charging for ranch dressing. Say you order 10 wings. And you say, I'm going to need you know some extra ranch or whatever. They give you the one for free. 
But if you say I need an extra, the they charged us seventy five cents the other day for an extra ranch. What are you guys' thoughts on that? I want to cancel charging for extra sauces. Now here's my thing. Think about this. You go to a restaurant, usually there's ketchup and mustard on the table already by the napkins. That shit's free. Ketchup and mustard's free. And it don't tell me the ranch costs more than a big bottle of ketchup because it's probably right around the same price. Three dollars a bottle, whatever. How's come they charge you for extra ranch, but the ketchup's free? I think my my personal opinion, I think it's kind of agreed upon for any restaurant in the industry. You're going to offer free ketchup and mustard. That's a given. Uh, yeah. Because everybody does that. Yep. But they got to draw the line somewhere, you know. If we offer free free ranch, what's what's next? Free salad dressing, free honey mustard, free mayo, everything, you know. So I think they've all kind of put their heads together and they said, this is where we're drawing the line. Okay. It's going to be free ketchup and mustard. And, you know, I appreciate the fact they give you a, one side for free right right i think that's kind of generous of yeah, i mean because there's some places really? that don't really you think you got it? there's some places that you pay i don't really pay attention because i'm not a ranch guy but my wife is i'll bet you there's restaurants out there that'll nickel and dime me for that shit like okay. if you're ordering a dish that doesn't come with ranch and you specifically ask for it like my wife she likes to dip her pizza crust in ranch yep my sometimes wife does too. sometimes they'll they'll charge you extra for that mm-hmm. so i hear you I don't, i'm not saying it's right right but I think that's just kind of the the standard the industry has set. Okay. But you're agreeing with me though. I, yeah. I I feel like it should be free, man. I don't know why. And like even if like you get a side of buffalo sauce, like an extra side of buffalo sauce. Say your wings aren't wet enough for your liking, and you want to dip it. That's another seventy five cents right there. Yeah. And I don't I don't I don't, I'm not saying that they shouldn't do it, but I just think I I think it should all be free. I'm getting ketchup for free. I can use that whole bottle of ketchup on my French fries if I wanted to. I'll and say, it'd be free. I'll say this. If they're going to if restaurants are going to decide on a third condiment that they need to offer for free outside of ketchup and mustard, I think it ought to be ranch. I think so for too. its versatility. Because I think everybody uses it. I'm not one of them, but there's a lot of people out there who go to a restaurant and they want ranch with something. There was a kid in junior high used to keep a bottle of ranch dressing in his locker, take it to lunch that? with him every yeah. day because he said, you know what? I guarantee you there's something down there for lunch today that I could dip some dip some ranch in. Yep. That's a fiend right there. How about you, Buck? What do you think about this? I mean, I guess it just depends on what kind of restaurant you're going to. If you're going to a burger joint or whatever, say Applebee's, more than likely you're going to use ketchup and mustard more than you would ranch. All right. So, okay, we give you ranch or ketchup and mustard for free. If you want ranch, you got to pay for it. B-dubs and roosters, on the other hand, most people eat their Chicken. wings with ranch and blue cheese. So take away the, ke- the mustard and ketchup and put the ranch and blue cheese on the table. And if you want ketchup mustard or ketchup then that that's what they charge you okay that's not a bad way to look at it i guess but uh, like going to your applebee's point i think the best thing on applebee's menus they're boneless wings i agree 100 percent. but i mean I, yeah i know where you're going yeah for sure it suits the menu better yeah so i'm going to cancel charging extra for a side of ranch and they probably make a lot more mustard and ketchup maybe ranch yeah. ranch is probably a little more limited so they can't just hand that shit out okay. for free dg you got anything that's really Push your buttons. Well, I remember back when we started this segment, you said it could be either a confession corner yeah. Oh, yeah. or a cancel this corner. This is the first time in a while we've had a confession. I got a confession corner. Okay. You know, we flew down down to vacation and we flew back. And um, there was a situation that arose when 
I remember you told the story, Rolski, about you were flying to Myrtle one year, and you were sitting bolt upright in your plane seat because you did not want to pass gas on that flight. You did not want to put everybody else through that that agony of having to smell that and sit in that. Correct, because you know what my farts smell like. They're bad. And mine, mine probably aren't as bad, but maybe close. And that happened to me on the flight back. Um, I, I felt that sharp pain in my gut, and I knew I was about to break wind. I was, I was about to pass gas. And so, you know, you come to a fork in the road in your own mind. Am I gonna? Am I gonna clinch? Am I gonna spare the rest of the passengers of this, or am I gonna feel a hundred times better? Let it go. This plane is full of people. Nobody's gonna know it came from me. I mean, they might, especially the lady next to me. That you know, she she's gonna get the worst of so it. So that was my going. That was gonna be my question. Did you have strangers in your row? It was my wife next to me, which you know, she's smelled plenty of my farts. Let it it's, ride. It's not a. Uh, a concern of mine at this point, but the lady next to me, and she was a nice lady. I, you know, I didn't want to do that to her, but I did. But you did. I did. And now, was it loud? No. And I knew it wasn't going to be, you know, ahead of time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, ahead of time. But what I found was after I, after I let it go, I kind of got excited. <laughs> I kind of got a little bit excited because I, I kind of was like watching her out of the corner of my eyes. Like, I wonder when it's going to hit her. You know, I wonder when she's going to catch so it. It's kind of like a little game. I wonder, I wonder if I'll be able to physically tell when she's caught a whiff of this. When <laughs> she pukes and, all uh, over the place. And, and she, she did. She, uh, she was watching a show on her cell phone. A little grimace. And yeah, she kind of, she was sitting still as, you know, she was sitting extremely still the whole flight just watching this. She had her arms crossed in front of her. And I could tell when she smelled it because she kind of, she kind of <laughs> uncrossed her arms. She yeah. kind of shifted around and she like, made her she uncomfortable. Like, she acted like her nose itched for just a split second and she, uh, she kind of like turned away from me just a little bit. <laughs> oh my god! And, uh, <laughs> did you feel awkward? <laughs> I did, but part of me was kind of was kind of proud of myself. Kind of funny, yeah. So my confession corner is this: I I I kind of enjoy the smell of my own farts. I do too, and I get a little bit of satisfaction when I know somebody else has smelled my own farts, especially if it's not somebody that you know. I you're ever uh, going to see that, again? That, exactly, yeah. exactly. Especially when it's a stranger. All right. So a few questions here. Your wife, did she know you did it? Did yeah. you tell her? I didn't. I didn't have but to tell she her. She smelled it. I, she knew. And did she get pissed at you? She got pissed at me. Yes. Okay. She yeah. gave. She shot me a look like, "Why? Why now? Yeah. Why would you do that on this plane?" Yes. You know, we're landing in a half hour. Come on, dude. You know, turbulence sucks. Riding through storms, hard landings, they all suck. But having to either shit or fart really bad on a plane, it's a bad, bad feeling, man. And. You know what? I kind of respect you for doing it because I wouldn't do it. I just, I just couldn't do it, man. Well, I would feel so awkward sitting there because you got to finish that flight. You said there's another half hour. And I'm telling you, this lady was the nicest lady ever. We had our, we had our, you know, our one year old with us, and she was great with him the whole flight. You know, he was, you know, you know, how one year olds yeah. can be on a flight. They yeah. can get antsy and they can kind of be loud and annoying. And you know, he was doing his best, but she was really cool about it the whole time. And so I felt bad about doing that to her, but I also kind of. Was like I said, I was kind of proud of myself. Enjoyed it at the same time. I did. I did. Okay. I got, it's kind of satisfied me in a weird way. Yeah. What about you, Buck? You got anything for us this week? Thanks I mean, for that confession, DG. I, I mean, think I was to a good go one. back to DG's confession, I think we've all been there, like we said. But on our past trip, we also had a, a one-year-old riding with us, and uh, the mom 
had smelled him. So that gave me the green light to let loose. Oh, so. So I blamed it on the kid. Yeah. So everybody yeah. around was blaming the kid. Yeah. And no. I just. That's just, a, that's, uh, that is a strategic move, Buck. Exactly. So after they gave the okay, in my mind, I was like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm cutting yeah, this bitch yeah, loose. Yeah, I'm going to cut this thing and I let just it made go. That sure, just made, like, made sure they wasn't chainsaws. You know, wasn't ripping them. Right. They were just nice, easy. And it's truth. I mean, everybody knows their own brand. Yeah. Haley, Haley knew it. She's like, you motherfucker. And right? that, was, that was like the thing about me. Like once I started walking off the plane... We always sit in the back because they're cheaper seats, and I'm a cheap ass, so whatever. But when I was walking off the plane, there were people, like 10 people behind me walking off, and I crop dusted every single one of them. But here's my thing. I didn't have to see their reaction, and I was walking away, so I didn't I didn't ever have to deal with them at all. DG, props to you for doing that. I would never do it, but I know where you're coming from. It's a shitty situation. Pun intended. <laughs> Buck, you want to cancel anything? Yeah, I want to cancel... Uh Stoplight cameras. Now, are those still around? Uh, here and there. Okay. Yeah. But they, I know they, some cities still have them. I think it's by law they have got to post a sign so far in advance. Okay. But my thing is, if you're going to catch me speeding or running a red light, it shouldn't be by a RoboCop. It should be that person doing it on their own. So I don't feel like that's legal at all. So I might have ran a red light a couple of days ago or a couple months and got a nice little thing in the mail $75 fine and it wasn't by a trooper or a cop it was by a camera and, and I, th- and I think I, that's just bullshit I think I think that brings up a great topic honestly uh you know robo cops now let me ask you before, you know we can get into that if you guys want to we don't have to but let me ask you do you intend to pay that or are you going to fight that oh, I got I mean they have me on camera I can't beat it I ran a fucking red light. Yeah, but you could always blame that on another car. Like, well, that was because there was a car that was right in front of me. I'm that, sure they have an algori- algorithm that... Well, maybe their algorithm messed up. You well, could, you maybe could, you need to write that code and well, tell them. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I think that might be an easier ticket to fight than if a, a statey would have, like, pulled you over for it, you know? You can blame it on the Faulty. machine. You can blame it on the device. You don't... You, nobody's going to show up in court and give their side... You know what I'm saying? It's true. I might, never, fi- I might fight that. Never one thought about that. If I was you, see, I've never got a ticket from one of those. Yeah, well, I didn't even know they existed. Right, they did for a while. I mean, we had them in our local town, you know, Chilcotty, for a long time, and then they finally got rid of them. You know, because I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's right. Honestly, it, I'm, I'm with you, Buck. If you're going to get me for something, it better be someone in person. You're getting paid, yeah, to catch me. Exactly. That's that's not bad. I'll cancel the shit out of them. I'm with you. There's something there's something cheap about that to me. Like and it, I feel like it just causes a fucking riot like when you're driving. Like people see that, you know, sign that says you're being recorded and every like it's like being behind a pace car at that point. It just it's hectic for everybody. Yeah. You've never been dude, honestly, I've only been pulled over once in my life and I told the story. Remember in Tennessee I got pulled over in front I went to visit my brother. Yeah. Got pulled over in a school zone. Man. I've been breathalyzed. Really? Tell me that story. <laughs> this is back in high school. Of course, yeah. I hadn't had a drop to drink. Yeah. I was like 17 and a half at the time. I was driving my then girlfriend home, and we were on this state route. It was kind of late one night. I was about to say late night. Yeah, it was late. It was like okay. 1130, maybe midnight. That ain't that bad, but and, yeah, okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, 
I thought I was just driving like normal, but there this 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 is State Route 50 for locals. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of wrecks on this road. Yeah. This can be a lot of a lot of twists and turns. And it's, and it's heavily traveled. It's heavily traveled and it's heavily uh, monitored. I guess you could yep. say a lot of semi trucks on that small road. Too, oh right? yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. And and so I didn't I didn't know, but there I get you know there was a stadium right behind me. Found this after the fact. Lit me up. So I pulled over, didn't really know what I was do- did wrong. I didn't think I was speeding. The guy, you know, walks up and he says, you had anything to drink tonight? First thing he says, you had anything to drink tonight? And um, I had I had a bottle of Mountain Dew in the cup holder and it was empty. And I said, I held up the bottle of Mountain Dew. I said, just had a Mountain Dew. He said, you could have had anything in there, son. How do I know that was Mountain Dew? He said, be right back. Get your license and registration ready for me. And so he goes back to the car. He comes back. He said, I saw you. I noticed you were kind of weaving in and out there a little bit. Uh, noticed you went left to center a couple of times there while I was behind you. You mind taking a breathalyzer for me? And at, and this, at, at this point. At this point, I'm shitting my pants. Was, I'm pissing down my leg. Exactly. I was going <laughs> to ask you. This was the first time I'd ever been pulled over. Yeah. Okay. So that that's how I felt when I first got pulled over. I'm like, gee, many Christmas. Like, I got nervous. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, your heart yes. just drops. Yes. So I was going to ask you, DG. Were you like, um, you said you were nervous. I didn't know that, but I was going to ask you, like, were you excited to take that breathalyzer? Like, yeah, I'll prove this fucker wrong. Well, I knew, I knew I right. wouldn't. There's no possible way. Right. But then I thought, well. Is there? Yeah. Is <laughs> this Mountain Dew spike? Yeah. Like, did, did they rig these things? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, I'm 17. I don't know shit. Yeah. And I, it, while all this is happening, my then girlfriend is like in hysterics in the passengers like crying up a storm so now i feel like a real dick like i don't know why he pulled me over but she's upset and anyway guy comes back i blow and you know of course it comes back 0.00 whatever and he said well i'm just gonna let you off with a warning this time son well no shit officer and he said the only reason is the only reason i'm not gonna cite you for reckless op is because there's i just got on the radio there's a wreck up head i gotta go help out with he said you need to be careful around this road he said I'm not. I'm not so much worried about you. I'm worried about the other guy. And that's pretty much all he said to me. Like what the? I know. Like I'm dead sober. What the hell are you talking about? I know. It's like it's like I I don't know. Maybe he saw me go a little bit close to center and thought, oh, maybe this is an easy one. Yeah. Maybe I can. Maybe I can get this dude because it was late, you know, and it was a weekend. Once you blow double zeros, you don't have to be a dick. I know. And I really don't know how I feel about that. It is what it is. It is. I mean, yeah. Well, but I think it's impressive that you're, you know, thirty. How old are you? Thirty-two. Yeah. Thirty. Never, Thirty-two years old, and you've only ever been. And I slipped up once. one time. It was a twenty-five mile an hour school zone, and I was going. She pulled me over at like thirty-one. That doesn't even count to me. That's what I'm, and I'm like, <laughs> I was scared to death though, because if you get pulled over in a school zone, man, that's, that's like, a big fine, dude. That's like five hundred bucks. That's a big, big fine. And I was scared I was going to, have to pay that shit. And hell, I'm in Nashville for the weekend, ready to spend that 500 on drinks. You know what I mean? To have a good time. How many times you've been pulled over? Oh, I mean, that, how many times have I been cited for a car wreck? Or no, at least, no, at just, least just pulled over. Oh, Could probably, be a warning. Probably like four. And are you shitting me? Of the two, um, I was breathalyzed. Well, three of them. The one you've been we, breathalyzed three times. Yeah. The one I was with you, we should have been breathalyzed. I couldn't believe the fucker didn't do it. No, he did that night. Really? Yeah. The night out there when the yeah the and snow I told, hit. Yeah, I told him that the the roads were getting bad. Yeah. I said, yeah, I had some beers from B Doves, and then he's like, okay, and breathalyzed when I was under, but I blamed it on the intersection and it was getting sleety. He's, I'll let you off with the warning. 
Have you ever? I know. I know the answer for him, so I ain't gonna ask. Have you ever been in a in a moving traffic accident where you were moving or the other car was no. moving? Neither have I. Bullshit. What? You were in it with me. No, when he was driving. When he means when I'm driving. No, okay. no, no. Me neither. But yeah, I've I been, take a lot of pride in that. I mean, I've never even been in a fender bender. Dude, oh, you better knock on wood. I was driving to the fair the other night. Or actually, it was coming back today. And my wife looked at me and she goes, Clay, what are you doing? I'm like, what are you talking about? Speed limit's 55. I was going 48. <laughs> and she goes, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean? Dude, I don't speed. I really, really hardly ever speed. And I was going 48 mile an hour in the 55 down 207 back home. She's like, would you hit the grass, hit the gas, Grandpa? Oh, so she's bitching at you yes, for not going fast Exactly. Enough. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like, you're just going slow. You're driving like a grandpa. I'm like, that's just the way I am. Dude. I don't speed. I'm with you. And I, I'm i that guy, man. In the summertime when it just first starts to rain or when it's been raining hard and, you know, we got some ruts in the highway where there's like almost a little bit of standing water. I'm that guy that I'm, I'm down like 10, 15 miles below the speed limit. I'm with you. I'm that way in the, in the wintertime. I was about too. to say, when there's snow on the road, if I'm, you're behind me, you might as well just pass me. I'm that guy. The semis are cussing. Yeah, the oh guy, yeah. The people behind me are, are cussing. But you know what? Like, I'd rather drive safe and get to where I'm going without causing an accident or being in one than, yourself than pissing people off because yep. of how slow I'm going. Yep. I mean, that's just how I operate. I agree. Let's get into the text this week. First text. This one's from Martin. We all love our parents, guys. So no disrespect to them at all. But if you could choose any two celebrities to be your parents. Who would you choose? Don't have to be together. Can make them a couple. Great question. That's a great question, Martin. And I'm going to start with this. And this is the first time I've ever read this question, so I didn't have nothing to think about beforehand. They just popped in my head, and they're a celebrity couple right now. They're married. Both of them seem like a lot of fun. I want Reynolds as my dad, and I want Lively as my mother. I just feel like them two, they're, they're a young couple. They're married. They seem happily happy as fuck. And I feel like if I was their child, I could be a star as well because them two are just beautiful. Two beautiful humans. They, they are. So you're biological. You're their kid. I'm going to be their kid. Okay. Yep. So it's Lively not like, and Reynolds. It's not like I can fuck my stepmom, right? <laughs> so we're <laughs> no, not. Go, I'm we're sorry, not Uncle go. Buck. We're just going to throw that out. <laughs> count, on, count on Buck to take it there <laughs> oh, yeah. and ask that question. Well, I mean, yeah, it's exactly. been clean all episode, and then he gives me the taboo green light, and I'm just thinking shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I think that I think those two would be fun parents. Now, do they have any little ones? I'm not sure, DG. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. But you're right. I mean, there there wouldn't be a dull moment in that household. Uh-uh. I think that'd be a fun couple to you know have as parents. And having to raise you, you hellion. Yeah, they're going That's going to be a good time. Yeah. What about you, DG? You anyone pop into your mind right away? The 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 dad that popped into my head right away is Denzel. Okay. Denzel now, what, now why is that? I don't know. I. Uh, I don't know really, but I don't know if you if you read about it. But the whole the whole what was that, at the Oscars, Will Smith smacked the shit out of Chris oh, Rock. Yeah. Well, right out right after that, I guess, or like after the award show was actually over, like Denzel approached Will Smith and was like, "Hey, you know, the devil's gonna come for you when you're at your weakest." Or something like that. Yeah. He said something like that to that effect. So you feel like Denzel would just be a great dad because he'd give you great advice all the time? I feel like Denzel in real life is really, really close to his character that he played in uh, Remember the Titans. Like, that's 
pretty close to who he really is. Like yeah. he's a he's like a solemn dude. He's like a fatherly type, you know. And I've mentioned this before. I've never seen that movie, which is still just mind blowing. Blows your mind, yeah. But anyway, Denzel, I, I you know. Well, it still blows my mind. You haven't seen Lone Survivor. That's fine. I told you, man. I gotta, I gotta be in a certain frame of mind to watch that. And I just, and I know it's gonna be a, an emotional movie. It is. And I, most most nights, I'm in the mood for a chuckle. You know, I'm not in the Dude, mood for if, anything. If I heavy. could pick a movie, number one is gonna be action, but number two, real close behind, just a good comedy that you can just laugh at. I'll take a comedy or a drama over an action movie. Seven nights out of seven. Now, I feel like me and Buck are the same way. You'd rather watch action, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah. A little bit of, you know, guns popping, knuckles throwing. I'm more like, of that type. I don't like the, the rom-com bullshit. You're more like the Dark Knight, the town, those types. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who's your who's your who's who's going to be your mother? Uh, I don't know, Buck. You you go ahead. I'll come back to it. I mean, it's crazy that we've all said the dad's popped in instantly. Right. Mine's Mark Wahlberg. I could see that. Fitness guru likes to work out, golf, funny as shit. I just think he he's in the football cards, yep. all that, you know, the stuff that I think he could just be the one, the dude okay. that could be a hell of a dad. And then Kristen Bell. I don't okay. know if you guys know who that is. I think I do. I know you Kristen guys, Bell. You guys are looking at uh, me like, who, no, tell no, me a movie. Uh, tell me a movie. I don't So she was in, uh, you ever seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's hot. Okay. Chip, chips. Yep. She's in Chips. Okay, yeah, for getting Sarah Marshall. Yep, I know exactly who it is. I just feel like she's Yeah, I like her as an actress. Yeah, yeah, I like her. She's Back good. to you, DG. Uh, <clears throat> so Denzel, he's he's a pretty stoic, serious guy, so I, I'm going to need to balance it out a little bit, and I'm just going to go with the low-hanging fruit here. I'm going Julia Louis-Dreyfus. She played Elaine on Seinfeld. Boom, gotcha. there you go. She's she's hilarious, dude. She was good in Seinfeld. She was good in Veep. She's hilarious in everything she's in. Um, fun fact: Her kid, her one of her sons, played Northwestern football at, at a Northwestern. It's a good athlete. A few Bas- years ago. Basket- yeah. Basketball, oh. Northwestern. Really? Oh yeah, was it was yeah. it basketball? Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. So right. yeah, there you go, Martin. Thanks for the question. That was a good one. There is a grocery store delivery app. It's called Instacart. They deliver to your home. There you go, Troy. Go try it. Because remember last episode, Troy said he's not doing the fucking click list because he's going to the grocery store. He said, the only way I'm doing it is if they deliver it to my house. Here you go, Troy. Instacart. That son of a bitch will never hear this because he don't listen. But we might have to text it to him. We'll have to tell him. Yeah. How long, DZ, how long do you think it'll take for Troy to count up them F-bombs in the last uh, two episodes ago? Because he said he was going to. Uh, Three months. Know, but he's going to need to go out. He's going to need to. Head down to Dunham's or Dick's Sporting Goods and buy himself a pitch counter. (laughs) That's true. Last one here. What's up, fellas? The go-to snack for me is a grilled peanut butter sandwich. And sometimes if I had one, I'll crush up a candy bar, Snickers, Take 5, Baby Ruth, sprinkle it up in the peanut butter before I put that side of jelly on top of it and before I put it on the skillet. This is what you call perfection. Hot damn. That's some serious shit right there. Like, that's Nobel Prize worthy. That's that's like a uh, grilled cheese sandwich, basically. I feel like if you were running, like, a grilled cheese food truck, that would be, like, a perfect, like, dessert item to have to serve out of your, your food truck. And you could have, like, yeah, you crush up a Baby Ruth. You could have a Baby Ruth sandwich. You could have a Butterfinger sandwich. You could have a Snickers sandwich. With peanut butter and jelly. Three Musketeers. How about that shit? Man. Let's get into the Sipsonary.
and kids, it's time for the Sipionary Word of the Week. Today's word is... Moped. The moped. Hmm. Let's, take, let's talk about mopeds just for a second. Love to. Have you ever rode one? No. I have. And it was probably one of the funnest things that you can do in like a small town. Do they only go like 25, 30 miles per hour tops unless you got a souped up one? And back in the day, they had the ones that had like the the bicycle kickstart. Yeah. And you could you could ride it like a bike, but then it would like soup it would like pump up the motor and then it would go. But say you didn't have no gas or anything, you could use it as a bicycle. Those were like the old, old, old school ones. But nowadays you you could look at it like a newer moped, it's just, you know, electric start, whatever. But man, as a kid, if you had a moped, I always wanted a moped. But like I said, my mom, they, they would never let me get on motorized vehicles until I was 18 and I bought them myself. But Buck, he always had the scooter. We've talked about the scooter a thousand times on here. That was that was cool as shit. But I feel like a moped, you're you're riding it like a bike, but it's got a freaking motor on it. And at you know, at a you know, twelve or fourteen year old kid, how cool would it be to have that moped and you could just ride it up to the gas station and get some Skittles and a Coke and ride it back. You know, I mean, just something like that. Like we used to do on Buck's scooter. So would you say like a moped is uh, like an electric bike? Because like if you go into a no, city. No, because it's not electric. It's got a motor. Yeah, it's gas powered. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is unrelated, but it made me think of it. Would you ever buy a Vespa? What's that? It's yeah. like a, that's like a moped, right? Is that, just would you like, consider that a moped? It's just, Italy, it's or a different it country. Go, they, it's, they might go a little faster than that. How come I haven't heard of these? Probably because nobody around here has them. Some people where I in the town I live in have them. Not like Corey with a K. He's got an electric bike now, and he that, said Vespas them th- have like a very distinct. Uh, he said them things will run like thirty miles per hour. Okay, like a, a Vespa. very di- the very distinct look to them. Yeah, it's like a scooter. Yeah, kind of like, like a motorized. The, scooter. It's like the yeah the electric scooter type. Almost like what Harry and Lloyd rode through the Rockies on. That was a moped. That was a mo- that was a moped. Yeah, right. that was a moped, and he traded that thing straight up. <laughs> <laughs> traded the Mutt Cuts van straight up for this hog. Anyway, is, is in terms of the Sipionary. Yep. Getting back to the Sipionary here. Um, I'm thinking the. Um, okay, think of like if you. Where if you did a bridge, you know what a bridge is, like in the gymnastic sense, where yeah. like your your feet are flat on the floor and then you're bent backwards and like your hands are also yep. on yep. the like on the ground behind your head. Thinking yeah. about so, giving her something to ride. Yes. Okay. So yeah. you're going positions. Okay. All right. All right. So a bridge. I can see it. Except, what's your gas mileage? Uh, I don't know how to you answer. Get Forty five on that hog. I don't know how to answer. <laughs> what about you, Buck? Well, is he close? No. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. All right. Well, I mean, you gave me a lot of time here to think. Yeah. And in my opinion, I don't think mopeds are cool. Well, I thought they were as a kid. Like, I wouldn't ride one now, but if I was a kid, I yeah, would think like it was. Now, if, you, if I seen you ride around on a moped, you're like, look like, at this idiot. Put yeah. that motherfucker in the garage. Right. You go buy a street bike or a Harley. Yeah. That's what we're thinking now. So yes. I don't think it's cool, but I'm going to say it's, it's a side piece. That you got that your bros don't know about. Just one that you keep in the garage for a for a on a rainy day. Nobody knows about her, but you pull her out and you go in and you have fun. <laughs> Tell you what, this is like the second or third time ever that we've ever guessed it. This is the definition. 
a guy or a girl that you're having sex with, but would never want your friends or family to know about because they are unattractive. Holy fuck. He nailed it. it. Hot damn. Hell yeah, the moped. Which that is the great definition for it. You don't want to be caught on an old piece of shit moped, right? I mean, if you're 10 and 12, hell yeah. But now. Now. Now, you don't want to be caught on that moped. No. Hey, thanks y'all for listening. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. It was my fault last week that we didn't have the trailer out on Instagram. I forgot to plug in the cord. We had no sound. That's on me. This week, you guys will all have it. Go check it out on Instagram. DG. Buck, appreciate you guys. We will be back next week, and Corey with K should be back as well. See you guys then. Rough and rowdy next weekend, boys. DG, you going to be able to make it? I hope so. Okay. I'll be here. Oh. I'm going to ride my moped. Hey, are we, are we looking for any more sponsorships? Yeah, we're open. Yeah, can we talk about that for a minute? Yeah. Go ahead. Hey, you know, if you're out there and, you know, you're a faithful listener to the show, you kind of, you like what's going on here, you like what we're doing, you want your your business to get shouted out every now and again, um, you know, maybe toss us uh, some freebies here and there. I mean, we wouldn't probably turn them away, would we? Depending. We haven't had a sponsor for how many episodes now? A lot. A a bunch of episodes. We're we're more, nowadays, instead of the freebies, we're looking for probably... More along the cash line. Okay. But it, not a lot. Not a lot. No. En- you- enough to keep up, you know, keep our equipment up, stuff like that, because we're having some headphone issues here lately. We <laughs> be real honest with you folks. <laughs> our headphones, is sounds like we bought them at a yard sale. We don't know what exactly has happened to them. I'm thinking maybe it's the humidity down here. I mean, it's... it's No, we fried them. Okay. We had them plugged in when we turned the board on. We fucking fried them. <laughs> so, to be honest with you, we made the mistake. We fucking fried them. So... <laughs> What we're asking for here is money. <laughs> give us some money. Charitable donations. And we'll get we'll give your business, your organization some PR.